It is Friday, the 18th of February, 2022. I am six weeks into my new life as a full-time college student at the age of 50, and I've unburied myself long enough to record at least one new episode of the podcast. This is episode 484 of the Handsome Genius Club radio show. Hey kids, welcome to another episode of the Handsome Genius Club radio show. Jeez, I forgot what I was going to say there because it's been so damn long since I've done one. Uh, <laughs> joining me on the show today is probably our most frequent guest and uh, obviously one of my favorites. Uh, he is the oh. host of his own podcast, An Elegant Weapon, and we were just negotiating uh who could invite what guest when <laughs> <laughs> you know i appreciate though though man there was a i remember back in the day there became like a podcast circuit and i'd yeah. have a guest on over the next five weeks like eight other shows would have the same guest yeah like oh man you know yeah well i <laughs> look i i i don't want to i don't want to step on your toes if you uh it's it's not like calling dibs or anything, but dude, that's the first time that's happened in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, you know, just want to keep things on a. I, I'm here to support you. So. Well, I appreciate it. It's 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 yeah, very gracious. Yeah. Of you. Anyways, yes, man, uh, uh, I think it was on. on the last episode, wasn't it? Here's the thing: <laughs> I still haven't. We're we're a minute and a half in. I still haven't said your name. He is the host of an <laughs> elegant weapon. This. Is Jason Clark? Hello, Jay. Hi, hello, kids. <laughs> Wonderful to be here. <laughs> Wonderful to have you here, as always. So, our stated purpose today, and I'm sure that as usual we will go way off track, is to wrap up our thoughts. And kids, this is the only time I'm going to say it. Fucking spoiler warnings. Uh, we're going to wrap up our thoughts on the Book of Boba Fett season one. So let's let's start with the most obvious question. What'd you think? I really enjoyed it. Yeah? I thought it was swell. Um, it was exciting. There's, you know, it wasn't. I don't think it was nearly as good as Mandalorian. But I'm not saying that to sound negative about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I just thought I think it was mainly very different because of the Rodriguez influence. Yeah. I personally don't know what to think. I don't have uh I don't have a coherent or a cohesive uh thought on the series overall because I don't think maybe I'm giving away my hand here, but you know, don't jump ahead of me too far. I don't think the series had a really good handle on what it wanted to be. I literally um Episodes, episodes, especially episodes four, five, and six, of especially episodes five and six. Yeah. Uh, what does this show want to be? Like, aren't, isn't this the book of Boba Fett? And here's two really fan frigging tastic episodes of the Mandalorian season three all of a sudden. Um, and I do, I want to go on record right now. I tweeted uh, a couple of weeks ago when it first aired, but episode five, uh, where we, we got, uh, Din Djarin back was directed by, um, Bryce Dallas Howard. And it is fantastic. Mm -hmm. It is amazing. From that, uh, from that tracking shot after the opening credits where he is limping through, uh, the, through the, the streets of the ring world and goes up to meet his buyer and then turns around, has the conversation with her, turns around and goes down back into the bowels of, of, of the city. Though that one continuous tracking shot where I'm sure that the, they were, 
Um, they were taking full advantage of the, what, what does they, they call the, uh, the, the screen, the depth? The void, I think, isn't it? No, I can't remember what it's called now, but, uh, I think it's the void, man. Pretty sure it's the void. No, I gotta. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I yeah. want to argue that with you. <laughs> Did you notice though that during that tracking shot, uh. he, he limps in, but then when he goes into the main room to talk to the whoever there, he stops limping, hmm. and he pulls his shit together, and because he's got to look tough, right? And then the second that he leaves the room and goes into the elevator, yeah. He, he kind of falls over onto the railing and he's like, ah, oh, and he lets the pain come back. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Oh, yeah, 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 that. yeah, yeah. He can't, he can't show weakness. You know what? We're both wrong. You want to know what it's called? Yeah. It's the volume. Right. That is the yes. volume. Okay. There we, we're, so we're both close, but no cigar. It's called the volume. Um, I have the V, so I think I was close. Yeah, depth and volume are close. (laughs) We had ideas. We had ideas. Um, I, I, I think that that was the, uh, the best looking episode of the season. And I think that Bryce Dallas Howard deserves a lot of praise because I heard, uh, I heard people maybe bad mouthing Robert Rodriguez a little for his direction. I heard may- people bad mouthing Dave Filoni a little for his direction because he is not, uh, he's not, he might not be comfortable as a live action director yet. But, uh, again, Bryce Dallas Howard, God damn, that was a good episode. Um, yeah, I'm just not sure that the series knew what it wanted to be. And I mean, and that's even before we got to episode five, uh, Return of the Mandalorian. Um, when in those first four chapters, you have the, uh, the back to tank flashbacks. And I'm not sure I liked, I'm not sure I liked them as flashbacks. I, I think I would have liked. Boba Fett's story told in chronological order. Maybe I'd agree. Maybe with the back to tank as a framing device instead of as a transition. You know, <clears throat> but I, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, 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 I think, I think that his time in the desert on its own would have made a good six episode series, a six episode season. And I think that, um, the, the gang war in, uh, in Mos, uh, Espa could have been handled as its own six episode series and set up the ancillary characters, set up whatever, uh, Din Djarin is doing with a third season of Mandalorian before you come back. I, I, I think they were trying to do too much all at once yeah i'm with you as far as where were they trying to go kind of thing yeah um it feels very uh yeah it's very confused about a lot of its tones yeah you know what i mean yeah there were certain tones that are were just real far away by the time we got to the end of the show. Things started real serious and dramatic and deep in a way. Yeah. And by the end of it, it felt like the end of a He-Man cartoon when you've got four characters standing <laughs> around laughing going, ha, 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 yeah. that was crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah. it kind of literally happened. And I was, I'm just surprised because I am kind of of the mind of a lot of the talk we heard about was this a great change for Boba Fett? And I'm not against the character's growth. Mm-hmm. I understand that this was about a journey and him getting older. And, you know, I'm cool with it. I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm not against it. But I also, there was something for the menacing, to be said to, for the menacing mystery of Boba Fett. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would have liked to have seen his helmet on a lot more than it was and stuff like that. But overall... It felt like it really, I really liked the first half 
far more than the second half of the series. Mm-hmm. Minus, really? minus, minus Bryce Dallas Howard's episode. You're yeah. right. That was, that was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, I, I, I dug the beginning and then I didn't like when it got into the whole city. Like once we got into modern time, I guess. And, uh, no, I'm I'm fine with the mods and stuff. I was gonna say you don't you don't like the you don't like the mods, do you? I I do, I wouldn't mind them on Coruscant, yeah, at all. But I mind them on Tatooine because yeah. what the fuck are they doing there? There's no way you stay that clean on a desert planet. Yeah, I think we talked about this before. We did. We? we had a we had a conversation uh, between ourselves about it, and I I have to agree with you. There is no way you. For one thing, there's no way you keep a paint job on your uh, space moped <laughs> in, 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 in that pristine condition on Tatooine because just the environment of the place is literally sandblasting your vehicle uh, every every moment of the day. So there's no way that anything should be uh, chrome or 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 right, well yeah. kept like that. No, you, cherry you, red, sure. yeah, cherry red and <laughs> right. cherry red and 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 robin's egg blue. You know, <laughs> it's just no, no. And your 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 uh your uh your David Bowie backup dancer thin suit is not gonna look like that. If you're walking around the sands of most Espa, or certainly not most Isley, nobody no. looks like that in most Isley. No, it's, so. it was the show was like I just. You're absolutely right. The, you're absolutely right that they should have been on Coruscant. Those right. characters, yeah. I just, I, I really like. So now, like as we stand, Boba Fett's the king of Tatooine. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, okay, cool. And yeah, I don't know. It just felt by the end, uh, that it didn't match the setup it was giving. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, I'll, I'll tell you what I said a few weeks ago about this, a couple of weeks ago. I shouldn't make it sound like I said this, you know, oh, see, episode two, I had this. No, this is, you know, between, you know, somewhere in, in weeks, Five and six and, and, and earlier today or yesterday when you hear this, um, is that this show, uh, is, uh, the exception that proves the rule in that it should have been a 26 episode, uh, almost anthology series instead of being book of boba fett season one and then mandalorian season three and then uh i don't know ahsoka tano or rangers the new republic or uh or cgi luke's jedi academy whatever you know was (laughs) going to come after instead of those things you do a 20 to 26 episode uh, traditional North American television length season, but you do four episodes of, uh, of past Boba Fett and then four episodes of now Boba Fett. And then you leave that on a cliffhanger. The, the end of, the end of episode four from the past is Boba Fett has this gigantic emotional outburst in the desert and then it stops and he picks himself up and you can see in his eyes that he has a new plan and then you go to present boba fett where he's enacting that plan yes you know and have him far more sense yeah, yeah and have him fighting uh for control of the tatooine underground and basically keep it, and it, keep felt- it dirty Keep it, keep it dirty. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be organized crime. Keep it fucking dirty, but have it end on a cliffhanger and then go to Din Djarin and go to Din Djarin for four weeks. Yeah. Cause I didn't expect any of that to happen. Yeah. And then once you've, once you've reached a point in Din Djarin's story where, uh, now Grogu 
has to make a choice. Then jump back to Boba Fett. Jump back to that cliffhanger where people are coming together. Maybe even throw in another fucking four episodes of Rangers of the New Republic. And let's get our boy Paul Lee, Paul Sun Young Lee, out there (laughs) into traffic some more. But... You know, have it have it eventually lead back to everyone coming together to support Boba Fett. It felt sloppily plotted out. Yeah, it, it, it really it really felt like, like it really felt like hey, you can have you can have the is that sorry I, no? I hit a button by mistake. <laughs> you're I fixed it. you're FaceTiming me as we talk. Sorry, um, that was an accident. I'm getting <laughs> mute here because I don't. I'm getting hilarious. mute occasionally because I don't want you to hear me munching on my Kit Kat. Ah, we can hear it. Nobody feet. cares. Nobody. Are you? Do you oh. break a Kit Kat into four pieces and eat it, or do you like take a big chomp out of it like a, a, a an antisocial monster? <laughs> no, I break a piece off at a time. Oh, I'm I'm an antisocial monster, and whenever I do it, I like to post a photo of it just so that people know. Fuck you. <laughs> But that I snap think, is so satisfying. I, I think deny that, yourself for that. Oh, that get three snaps, snap. get three, four snaps at once. I think the first time I did it, I posted a photo of it. I can't, if, if you don't live in North America and you don't know what a Kit Kat bar is, you're really missing out. Uh, no, yeah. Britain has Kit Kat bars. Um, cause it's from Roundtree. Uh, but the first time I did it, I posted a photo where I'd taken a big chomp out of like three fingers of it at once. And I think, I think the caption was, some men just want to see the world burn. <laughs> and people were legit pissed at me. Like, what's oh, the yeah. matter with you? I'm a, people I'm a, lose their I'm shit, a man. fucking monster. That's what. I eat the red ones first. When you eat your Smarties, do you eat the red ones last? Do you crunch them very slowly or suck them very fast? Do you eat that candy coated uh-huh. chocolate? But tell me when I ask. When you eat your Smarties, you do you eat the red ones last? Eat the red ones last. <laughs> Oh, good times. One more side note, and then we'll get back to Boba Fett. The theme to the new Fraggle Rock, yay or nay? Haven't heard it. Oh, you're gonna I'll be sa- you're gonna be sad when you do. Change right. a lot. Yeah, it's a completely new song, man. Mm. Completely new song does nothing for me. Uh, okay, so. Why would you do that? Why would you change the theme to Fraggle? Because somebody thinks they're smarter than me. They're not. <laughs> they're just not. I know what no. I wanted. I got. A, I was excited to hear Fraggle Rock was coming back. I wanted that song. So a lot of people were upset about things in Boba Fett that they didn't get, actually. Sure, but let's talk about... Hey, let, uh, before we talk about what they didn't get, let's talk about what they did get. Mm-hmm. They got a... They got a, a much deeper look at uh, at the Tusken Raiders. They got to see uh, once and for all in canon, which I know is important to you, how Boba Fett escaped the Sarlacc pit. They got to see uh, they got to see more Fets. They got to see the Pike Syndicate in live action. They got to see uh, Black Chrysanthemum in live action for the first time. Did you lose your mind when you saw Black Chrysanthemum? Oh, yeah. He looked so badass. He looked tremendous. Yeah. Uh, you got to see, you got to see a new rancor, a baby rancor for, uh, Boba's Palace. Uh, you get to see a, a bunch of droids from Return of the Jedi back with new voices. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, the you dead. get to see literally R5. Yeah. Yeah, with that scorched out mark on his uh on his yeah, dome. Broken yeah. motivator. Yeah. yeah. Uh you get to see Aqualish and Transdotions and all kinds of uh terrific uh, alien species. You get to see the return of Din Djarin and the armorer and Paz Vizla. Uh you get to see Din Djarin wielding the Darksaber. Yeah. Uh, Pelimoto returns and is helpful, and you get to see where, where, do, you, where do you get a vintage Naboo starfighter uh, to, to, to work on it? Uh, I was really. Can I, was, I tell you? Sorry, yeah. can I tell you my favorite part of the entire fucking series? Yeah. When he's test driving that fucking thing. Yeah. 
and, and he flies through Beggar's Canyon. Yeah. And they pass the on pass that Anakin went up in his pod racer and yeah. broke through the guardrail. Yeah. The guardrail is still in pieces on the ground. Yeah, because he flies by. Because fucking right. 20, 25, <laughs> 30 years later, nah, we don't care. <laughs> but Man. you all, you also got to see the return of Cobb Vanth and, yeah. uh, and, and the people of Moss Pelago, which, Cobb Vance's return was beautiful, old west, martial, yeah. uh, cooler than you shit. And then you got to see, in, <laughs> in live, you shit. yeah, in live action, Cad Bane. Give me your, <clears throat> give me your thoughts on Cad Bane in live action. Uh, it was delicious. It was wonderful. Yeah. It was, you know, it was weird because it felt, Partly like watching a cartoon, yet not. Yeah. Because even though, it, like you say, he's brought into live action, but not really, right? What, <laughs> like, what do you mean, not really? Well, he's CGI face, right? What? I thought what that mean? was. I thought that was. Pra- I thought that was uh, largely practical effects. I'm pretty sure the face is digital, like his mouth and shit. I I thought the mouth was the most practical effect of the whole damn thing. Maybe I'm wrong. I kind of assumed that <clears throat> we'll have to look into that. Yeah, uh, let's, uh, hold on. Let's find out. Let's find, let's see if Wikipedia has anything for us. Uh, and either I, way, it was badass. He yeah. He amazing, however they fucking did it. And they got the, the same voice actor to do it. Corey so Burton. Sounded yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, Corey Burton. Uh, I'm just going to say this. I'm, I'm going to, before I look it up, I'm going to support my theory that, uh, that, Cad Bane was mostly practical effects facially because uh, uh, of the positioning yeah. of his mouth. His mouth was positioned where a mouth, w- a human mouth would be, as opposed to way, way down lower near the chin. Uh, yeah, where you Cad might be Bane's right. Was. Honestly, I didn't even consider that it might be practical. Yeah. Like, this didn't even cross my mind till we're talking about it now. I just assumed it was a digital face the whole time, but. You know what? Seeing as there was an older, entire digital human being in the show, like maybe I'm. Well, he, I don't what, know. what Luke? Luke? Luke wasn't entirely <laughs> yeah. digital. Well, no, you no. Know, he's. I mean, he for, thinks, for, right? for if you look in the credits, you can find the. Um, uh, they're listed as performance artists for Cad Bane, for Luke Skywalker, and for one other character whose name I can't remember now. The guy who was the stand-in for Luke is the other fighter pilot who was with there the yeah. last time we saw them. Yeah. The Mandalorian there. Yeah. Yeah, that was him and the other thing when he was testing his ship out. <coughs> Uh, okay, uh, all it says on Wikipedia is Cad Bane makes his live action debut in the Disney Limited series, uh, The Book of Boba Fett. Corey Burton returned to voice the character while stuntman Dorian, is that Kingy or Kingle? Kingy portra- physically portrayed him on screen. Okay. Um, uh, but, uh, what, the entire existence of the internet, nobody else has put this information online? Well, that's the, I, I looked in, <laughs> I looked in one place. I looked in one. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna interrupt the show to go on a big fucking dark web dive here. Uh. Well, remember that. We'll find out. But either way, he was badass, and I thought he was fucking very well fucking. I, I, do you think they killed him at the end, though? Nah, I would have liked it if they had like looked away and gone back, and you know, it was an empty spot on the ground. That would have, that would have pleased yeah. me. And, and he did have a light. There was a light. <coughs> yeah, there's all. I mean, on him. Yeah. listen, it's fiction. There's always <coughs> a way to bring him back if you want to bring him back. Um, I forgot to mention we also in that episode six we got the return of CGI Luke Skywalker. R2-D2, Ahsoka Tano, and, of course, Grogu. So at the end of Episode 6, when Skywalker is uh, asking Grogu to decide between Yoda's lightsaber and a chainmail Beskar vest, is there any doubt in your mind that Grogu is going to choose uh, Din Djarin, the symbol for Din, uh, symbolic... Symbolically choose Din Djarin. 
No. <laughs> you want to know what the biggest fucking giveaway of uh of all what that of that choice was? Uh, like, I mean, there was no doubt what the choice was going to be. Uh, an episode earlier, when you get to see the Naboo Starfighter, because the droid port is replaced yep. with a dome. Yeah, well, obvious. what's going in that dome? Mm. Come on, you're te- that's that's telegraphing the move here. <laughs> I didn't like their I didn't like their reunion though. Oh, oh no! While they were on that cart thing, yeah, on the rickshaw, yeah. What are you doing here? Oh, and then he leaps into his arms and he's like, "Hi, little buddy." I, I, really bothered. <laughs> I it really bothered buddy. me. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he actually said that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing about what does this show want to be? What did, what did this show want to be? And what all were we trying to cram into the sausage grinder here? Because yeah, it got a little too El Mariachi cheese for me by the end. Yeah, this is, this is three series jammed into seven episodes. Well, it's really, it's four series jammed into seven episodes. Two seasons, what could have been two miniseries of, of Boba Fett, a season of The Mandalorian, part of a season of The Mandalorian, part of a season of, uh, you know, Ahsoka and the Jedis, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, all, you know, like, just, they, they, they say you don't want to know how the, you don't want to see how the sausage is made. Ooh. <laughs> well, we saw the sausage, and, I mean, you know, yeah. Who doesn't like Jimmy Deans, but this was this was a little this was a little mix up. Individually, the the episodes, the stories they were telling were were great. And like I say, episode five was so far and above. Um like it really should have been the first episode of Mandalorian season three. Yeah. But um, uh, can I throw hey. out a quick theory? Yeah, please. It's not my own theory exactly. I mean, <laughs> I'm just following an, an inkling, but I totally think the armor is bad news. Um, I think the armor is going to end up being bad news because I think yeah. I think that from here, um, uh, Jaren has to reconnect with. Uh, with Bo-Katan. I think that, I think that has to be, like, I mean, if, if we, if we get a, our season three, maybe you have one episode, maybe you have two episodes where they're out doing bounty hunter shit. Well, his mission now, he's got a mission, right? He's got to get the Mandalore and go down to those mind springs and reclaim his Mandalorianism. Yeah. Right. So I think there might be a couple of, you know, we got to make some money. There might be a couple of episodes of them uh, doing some bounty hunter shit and then and and getting supplies, whatever, and then going to Mandalore. And then it's a matter of do they get attacked by Bo-Katan on the way or does she wait for him to land, you know, make planet fall? She might even shoot him out of the sky, but she's going to attack him to try and get that. At some point, attack him to try and win. Maybe the Dark imagine, Saber. maybe the armor defeats him. Well, takes I the dark saber because she's part of the Death Watch. I think, and yeah. Then she, then Bo-Katan defeats her for it. You see, I I think there I I think it's more likely to be uh, Bo-Katan versus Dinjarin, and then. Something happens where they have to work together, and then and then the armorer steps in. Like he might be, he might be. Uh, they might be underground on Mandalore, and he might be near uh, the the fountain. He's got to wash himself in, or whatever the fuck it is, and then <laughs> and then yeah. the armorer steps out. With, uh, Paz Vizla and maybe one or two other people in tow and challenges him to fight for the Darksaber because, 
you know, she wants to impose <coughs> the Death Watch's laws on all on everything that's left of Mandalore. So I don't know. I we're we're gonna get them. The armor is gonna return. The armor is a fantastic character. The armor yeah. is Mandalorian Yoda, except yeah. uh, except not an idiot. I sent you a video yesterday. Did you get a chance to watch it? No. Ah, uh, where it outlines how dumb Yoda is. <laughs> and it is, it's really well done. I believe I'll put it in the show notes. I believe it's from, uh, Ryan Airy at Screen Crush on YouTube. And, uh, he just talks about how, uh, Yoda, Yoda's age. And, uh, and misconceptions about, uh, personal attachments and just flawed logic and arrogance, the arrogance of the Jedi are what lead to, uh, to the Galactic Empire. It's, it, it just, they're just fucking dummies who fall for shit over and over again. You know, they boot Sifo Diaz out of, uh, out of the Jedi Order. He goes off to build, uh, an ar- a grand army of the Republic. And just when they need a bunch of troops, uh, this army shows up and they're like, okay, and we'll take a shot. They don't question how the army was created. They don't question, you know, who funded it or, or why or why it's appeared now or why they need it now or the fact that it's a hundred million guys who are all cloned from Django Fett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, if, uh... you to- if, if I were in desperate need and, and you told me that, uh, that here's a dozen guys wielding bats. Uh, we cloned them from Charles Manson. I might go, ooh, I don't know if I want their help. <laughs> See, I don't like this direction they're taking the Jedi because in the books, in the old canon, in the in the old expanded universe, yeah. in the legends. Legends, uh, say it. Say, you don't have to fear saying legends. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> the, Luke, Luke did the opposite. Luke did what we're talking about. Luke got married. Luke had a child. Yeah. Leia got married. Leia had several children, all yeah. raised in the way of the Jedi, but as a family. And, you yeah. know, he, he realized it was his love and family that gave him his strength kind of thing. Yeah. And that's how the books rolled. Yeah. And, yeah, you're right. To see, to see, I was really surprised that they set Luke up to be dealing, because, his attachment is just what saved his father, and he just redeemed his father. But but think and about it: we he's going to instantly start attaching, like talking about attachment. But think like, th- think about it: you, you, what they have to do now is they have to write the story in between. They're writing the story in between Return of the Jedi and uh, the Force Awakens, right? So they yeah. have to, and they and they have bits and pieces of that interceding time that they have, they already have details for it, like the fall of the Jedi temple, the fall of his Jedi Academy. So you have to get return of the Jedi Luke, uh, to opening an Academy and then failing with Kylo Ren. How does he fail? By repeating the mistakes of the past. So, you see him with Grogu talking about you must reject, uh, you must reject attachment. Well, fuck, dude, you're you're already saying I'm gonna fuck up the same way Yoda fucked up. So you're set on yeah. that. You're set on that path. There's there's plenty of stories to tell in there, but. We already, we already know that it's doomed to fail. And now we're seeing the beginnings of why it, why it's doomed to fail because Have he you seen... hasn't actually learned from the mistakes of the past. And there's nobody around. Ahsoka's not telling him shit. Ahsoka's yeah, not telling him fuck, shit. Right? So <laughs> she's like, Hey, so much like your father. Well, look how, look how shit ended with her, <laughs> with his right? father. Yeah. He killed younglings. <laughs> uh, have you, have you seen the Master Grogu 
meme that's going around? No. Okay, there's a Master Grogu meme, and I gotta read this to you, okay? Okay. Okay. Is this gonna Master- be, is this gonna, hold on, is this gonna be anything like Bert and Ernie, where Bert's just, Bert's screaming at Ernie, explaining to him why, uh, he shouldn't have spent $2,000 on Helen Keller's drums? No, 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 no. Remember what I, I, I just said? You Not Helen first Keller, one- uh, and, uh, and Frank. Oh, sorry. Anyways, sorry. Read you got to keep in mind, I just said Master <laughs> Grogu. Yeah, Master Grogu. So this is an old, this is from the perspective of an old Master Grogu teaching a student, okay? Mm-hmm. It says, Master Grogu, I thought Jedi were not supposed to form attachments. Attachments do not lead to the dark side. Fear of losing them does. Mm-hmm. I do not understand. You can be attached to something, but not fear to lose it. Treasure those around you while you can and replace them and rejoice when they return to the Force. You mean when they die? Death is a natural part of life. I wish I weren't, or I wish it weren't, uh, but it is. Once you accept that, the dark side will never take you. Hmm. I have to live knowing that life and death are inseparable. It sounds impossible. The Master gently touches the Padawan. No, Padawan. It is not possible. It is the way. Oh, that's... Okay, that's cute. Right? That's right. Somebody's, somebody's bucking for a uh, a, writing, right. a writing pool job at uh, Lucasfilm. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool because it's got, it's got a... It's got an old... It's got a picture of an old master Grogu, but he's got the ball, the pauldron thing. Yeah. Uh, just floating in his hand, so... Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's... You know, that's what a lot of people are bucking for, you know, so. So, Uh, It's a hard time, man. There's a lot of toxicity and a lot of, like, people rebelling against the toxicity right now. Like, you know, I saw an interesting TikTok today. There's a guy, Straw Hat Goofy, and he's this big movie review guy. Okay. And uh, he's huge on TikTok. And uh, the one thing he won't touch is Star Wars. (laughs) Because <laughs> he doesn't want to hear that. He doesn't want the backlash. He won't. From... He won't even go near it. Like he talks all Marvel, all movies. He's huge. He's got millions of followers, mm-hmm. and he won't even go. And he's like, "I love Star Wars, and but I'm not talking to y'all about it. Forget it. No way." And he's just flat out. I'm not even. I wouldn't touch it with a ten foot pole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, let's wrap it up. Final thoughts on Book of Boba Fett. And and uh, uh, final and and maybe on uh, what is to come. And um, also, I wanted to say I uh. forgot to say is poor Jennifer Beals. Oh yeah, oh that was a character that could have been set up to go far. Yeah, really, that's how that character you set up, and then it, was that supposed to be a shocking twist? I don't know. Yeah, that but that I, was a I serious was waste. Lame. That was a serious yeah. waste, and I thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, it just made no sense to me. A lot of this show didn't make a ton of sense. It felt thrown together, but, you know, overall, it was a fun, enjoyable experience. Um, not as point... It, it was more pointless an experience than I hoped it would be. <laughs> But still a fun Star Wars experience with some cool stuff and felt weird because it felt made more for the kids, the ba- the latter half. It felt very directed at kids, but you shouldn't have done that with Boba Fett. <laughs> hey man, motherfucker, you know? motherfuckers are getting eaten by a rancor. I don't know how, I don't know how it was made for kids. <laughs> Just, I don't know. It's, it's weird because Boba Fett. Even though Star Wars and Empire and Jedi, they're all made for kids. Yeah. There was still a certain dark, badass 80s-ness to them that was still a bit adult, the way we liked it back then, or at least the way we got it. Yeah. Where, you know, Star Wars has been very Disneyfied to a certain extent, and I think this is kind of a victim of it, the character of Boba Fett. I think they wanted to make more more of a hero out of him then maybe they should have. As much as I understand the arc and the growth and this and that, it felt like a forced arc because they really wanted Boba Fett to be a good guy. Yeah. 
I think, and, I think you it would have been. Boba Fett wasn't a fucking good guy. No, I think it would have been cool if uh, Fett were keeping things uh, more criminal and grimier. Yeah. And, uh, and that if at the end there were, um, there were a double cross, not, uh, not hanging Din Djarin out to dry necessarily, but just like, hey, I thought you were, I thought you were said you were going to do something for these people. And he said, I am, their lives are easier. They're still oppressed, but their lives are easier kind of thing. Like, you know, like Latveria under Doom or uh, or New York under Kingpin. You know, it's it should have it, it been, been a benevolent sh- dictatorship. It's sh- no. Yeah, well, yeah I wanted he should have been laying man. waste. He, sh- he should have been laying waste to fucking shit. Yeah, I want I want should have been rageful and far more dangerous, even if yeah. you're getting older. Yeah, I, I don't know. But, you know, that's that's. That's the Disney life for you. I I, think, you know? it, yeah. If it, I want him to be a crime lord, I want him to be uh, to be wiping out enemies to take over, like absolute Michael Corleone, where uh, he yes, is committing. Yeah, that would have been better. He's committing heinous crimes to consolidate power, thinking that it this will benefit everybody if I'm the one in charge. I'm a gentler leader. And he's still brutal. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I would have liked if Din Djarin walked away from him at the end of this saying, hey, you know, I promise to help you. This is the way, but fuck you, <laughs> deuces, and walked yeah. away, you know, fly away with Grogu out the out the the the, 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 the dome in the back giving giving the finger. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was entertaining enough, but I yeah. wish it just would have had a little bit more substance to it, I guess. Yeah. And it needed to uh it, it it needed to give its component parts uh their own room to breathe and Yeah, and there it, was no marination in it. Yeah. Right? And it needed yeah. to be it needed to be uh grimier and more criminal. Yeah, definitely. That was that definitely. was not Boba Fett is not Tony Soprano. I f- thought for sure we'd see Bosk. I want to see Dengar. All of them. I thought they'd all show up. I yeah. really did. But hey, look, maybe maybe we come back for a second season and we get Bosk and Dengar together because you know, yeah, hey. maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bounty hunters. We don't. Now need who would, we don't who need their bat- scum. Who would be his bad guy now? Right? Like, who uh, the Fets could come back in? Uh, the New Republic could come in. What do you mean, the Fets? The Fets. The twins. The twins that said, eh, we're going to let you work this shit out. Oh, the Huts. The Huts. What did I, I said, the, I keep saying the Fets. Saying the Fets. Yeah, like, sorry. Whoops. Sorry. Sorry. The Huts. The Huts could come back in. Right. Or, right, right. or, here's, here's, uh, here's one for you. Why don't we get a handful of uh, surviving clone troopers together who have decided that uh, uh, they want to get rid of uh, they want to get rid of their their brother or Ooh. or one clone serial killer who is out there killing clones. It'll probably be Cad Bane. He just, yeah, yeah they're just going to keep him alive. Oh yeah, that, well, well, well. You saw the post credit scene for episode seven, right? Uh yeah, he's in the back of the tank. Yeah, yeah. And he's in the back of the tank with Thundercat standing over him, which means right. that, uh, which means that our cowboy hero, our our, our sheriff, is going to end up being uh, cyborg. He's going to end up looking like. Was it was it was it Brave Star was the cartoon with the cyborg sheriff? <laughs> oh uh, no, his horse was cyborg. Oh, he wasn't a cyborg. Was he the Brave Star? Maybe a metal arm? No, uh, no, he had no. The horse was a cyborg. Okay, that they could they could be a human, but he had like strength of the bear, speed of the puma. Oh, okay, right, you know, right, and all he was that shit, native, right? Yeah. He had like the magic medallion and shit, you know. Jesus Christ! Eyes of the hawk, hawk, hawk. Fucking eighties cartoons were 
awful. <laughs> oh, it was a filmation. That cartoon was fucking awesome. Remember the Tex, uh, Tex Hex, the bad yeah. guy? Yeah. 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 That show was fucking great, man. <laughs> and you know what, really? like, like no, uh, Nobody goes off track better than me and you. I've only, I've watched that like within the last like two years. Oh. I've watched episodes of that because I loved it when I was a kid. Terrible. And it was actually, I think, a really good kind of representation of a like a Aboriginal hero. Okay. Where like he was the hero, and he was it didn't play off the fact that he was native, and any of it did it was very like spiritual and like positive. It wasn't like. It never felt stereotypical, you know what I mean? Even watching yeah. it now, like uh, watching it now, it didn't. Was, it didn't. You're I saying I was quite it, impressed that it wasn't like there it, was no like. It didn't feel as exploitative as it could have been. Feel really exploitative at all? It felt, well, I mean, that's for. I think that's for uh, people other than you and I to decide. Yes, that's of course. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, as far as what I could what I could try and read out of it, it, you know, it wasn't a lot there. He wasn't a sidekick, you know, he wasn't like, he didn't have like a funny accent. He didn't like, you know, there was his sidekick. His sidekick was a a robot horse with like, with, 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 uh, uh, teased, uh, effeminate rock band hair. Yeah, <laughs> but he had he had badass powers yeah. that were like all based on the fucking animals, and then he had his native elder who was like you know just the old guy teaching him the fucking ways. Yeah, you know. Yeah, man. Right. Right. Well, I don't a, know. I think it should be pretty... looked. I think it. I think uh, I'd like to know uh, if there's any Native Canadians out there who are listening, or Native Americans, you know, of it, and. Uh, you know, if you're if you're of native give descent, your thoughts. I'd like to know, like watch an episode and tell me if it, you know, yeah. seems as kosher as it does to me. If, if you're of native descent and you've ever watched an episode of uh, the cartoon Brave Star, drop us a line at HGC Radio Show at uh, Gmail dot com and let us know uh, whether or not you were deeply, deeply offended. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, man. I I'm telling you. I uh, think it was. I think it was kind of cool. Okay. All right. But because uh, I remember like wh- thinking thinking that while I was watching, you know what I mean? Like it didn't take me long to like like at the by the end of the episode, I had thought several times. This is like very like like what's the word I'm looking for? Like a positive representation. Yeah. You know? uh, okay. <laughs> Which for back then I thought was a cool thing. <laughs> all right that's somehow the last five minutes about a cartoon from the late 80s called brave star is how we're gonna wrap up <laughs> our Damn book straight. of boba fett season one wrap Woo. up there we go we thought it was not bad i'm gonna give it uh i'm gonna give it uh i'm gonna give it three and a half out of five yodas what are you giving it? Ooh. You can't you can't you can't pick Yoda's. You have to give it a different scale. Oh, I have to give it a yeah. Okay. I'm I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it three womp rats out of five. Okay. <laughs> uh I'm giving hey, listen, it I'm listen. giving it I'm giving it Seven out of eleven uh, uh, mech uh, uh, service mechs, uh, power droids. I'm giving it seven out of eleven gonk droids. <laughs> uh, everybody should go to uh, all of your favorite platforms, uh, especially if you like this show, and you should uh, check out an elegant weapon. Yeah, That's what they get should your, do. Get your plug in. Get your plug in. Yeah. An elegant weapon. Ca. Yep. And then all your favorite podcast. Uh... Actually, that's going away. Oh, what the fuck! You no, know, you know what? It's not going away. I'm having it moved because uh, I'm shutting down my website. Okay, mm. it's pointless. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. No, and no. Keep your website. No, it, it made sense for podcasting at a time, but now it doesn't make sense. There's too many straight up platforms, and I have my 
I have my wonderful Podbean hosting platform that's basically a website unto okay. itself, and, all, and I just don't feel the need, man. All I'm going to say, and this is coming to you straight from fucking five weeks of digital media marketing in college, now that I'm a full-time college student, is keep your website, keep your platform. If everything in the world goes to shit... People will still be able to go to your website to get your content. Oh, so. Yep. Hey, man, I know what I'm talking about. I've been in college for five weeks. <laughs> and, then I, and then I smile and point at myself with my thumb and freeze frame and we go to credits. All right, kids. <laughs> An elegant weapon wherever podcasts are sold. And you can find me, uh, your friend. Anthony Rutgazer, Anthony Kingdom James on social media. We have new social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Facebook, HGC Radio Show. Huh? Yeah. Fucking right. So <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, I, I'm, I gotta, I gotta announce something that, uh, uh -oh. you're not even aware of yet. Okay. But, you, but come you're, May you're, tw May May twenty second no May twenty second yeah May twenty second begins Obi Wan Kenobi oh they announced that yeah the poster's out my God it's beautiful yeah very good so starting weekly in uh, in May after the twenty second you'll be hearing a lot of me and Anthony talking oh, from Obi Wan yeah. Kenobi hey what's the like, next what's the next cool. Marvel series uh. Is it Moon Knight? Movie. There's a few. Yeah, Moon Knight's like next week, isn't it? Let's find out. Or is that the trailer or something? Let's find out. Moon Knight, Disambiguation, TV series. Uh, scheduled for release on March 30th, 2022. Six episodes. Oh, we got a, we got a bit still. Yeah, still. we got to wait. Shit. So we have nothing for all of February? I don't know. We might have There's nothing. no Star Wars or Marvel. Like Disney nope. Plus is going to be that boring for yeah. everyone. Yeah, we might have to might have to just go fucking jump, climb a tree, man. Which I mean is nothing new for you, dude. I just I got uh, the next month and a half off. I'm going to be doing <laughs> nothing but fucking smoking weed and making TikToks. So <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. You like TikToks? Find them on TikTok, kids. All right, Love listen. It. Fuck that. I got homework to do. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I I got actually... a birthday to have. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you, yeah. We are, as we record this, we are uh, 73 minutes away from your 40-something <laughs> birthday. 45th. 45th. How is that possible? Oh, right in the middle. Right in the middle. Uh, I'm getting through them fours, man. All right, man. So, yeah. uh, so for the love of God, go to, uh, find an elegant weapon on your social media. It's an underscore elegant underscore weapon and, uh, wish our boy a happy birthday. Thanks everybody. There you go. All right. Get the <laughs> hell out of here. Thank you. <laughs> That's it for today's episode, kids. Uh, in the meantime and in between time, take care of one another, find some good trouble to get into. Your Uncle Kingdom loves you. Bye.